Good morning, Crashing Up readers, and welcome to another edition of the Crashing Up podcast. Um, I'm your host, Randy Ginsburg, and I'm super excited for today's episode. It's an idea that I think is really brilliant, and it makes you think, why didn't I think of that? Um, today's guest is the founder of The Player's Trunk, a platform that allows former college athletes to sell their team-exclusive gear and connect with fans. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Hunter Pomerantz, the founder of Players Trunk. Um, Hunter, thanks for taking the time. Excited to get into this. Yeah, you got it. Excited to be here. So can you just walk me through kind of your backstory, how you got the idea for Players Trunk and exactly what it is? Yeah, totally. So for me, um, this, this idea really came about, um, I, of course, went to Syracuse University, um, all four years, I was a head manager for the basketball team, wanted to stay involved with the program, be involved, be a part of a team. Um, you know, I've always been an athlete growing up. You get to that point where you realize you're not going to become the next professional athlete as you head into college. And I still wanted to be involved, love, love sports, basketball specifically. So fortunate enough, this opportunity fell in my lap to still work really closely with the team, with the players, with the coaching staff. And kind of ran with it. Part of your job responsibilities, you, you handle all the gear that comes in and you're the first ones when that gear arrives from Nike at Syracuse. You're going through it, checking the inventory, um, figuring out what's the best way to distribute it to, to the guys on the team. So I've always had my hand, um, you know, in the gear world. And that's really when I realized how much gear these players get, especially the guys that stay all four years. You know, it's how many hoodies and sweat, you know, sweatsuits can you accumulate over four years? They kind of just sit in the bottom of your closet, sit in the parents' attic, whatever the case is. So realize there has to be a better way for these guys to sell the gear once they're out of college. And I think the biggest thing for myself and my partners when we first launched this, this platform and this business was we saw so many athletes and we even helped a bunch of our friends who were student athletes at Syracuse, Michigan, different places across the country. Um, you know, the most, the most known way guys were doing it before the players trunk came about was through Instagram and posting on their story. Hey, this is the gear I have, you know, let's do a local meetup, local pickup and, you know, the two big issues we found with that one, it's just in today's day and age, it's just sketchy, you know, meet someone like that off an Instagram DM. And the other problem was we found that people just weren't serious about it. And they were kind of just playing along, you know, tagging along just to say, hey, I spoke with Elijah Hughes in the DMs, check out the screenshot, but they weren't ever interested in actually buying the gear, meeting up, you know, finishing off the handshake, the transaction. So that's really what we set out to to eliminate um, when we created the player's trunk and we looked around what's out here, there was nothing. And like you said earlier, it's an idea that, you know, I think so many people say, how come we didn't think of, and we're super lucky that we were the ones who did and got to the marketplace first and kind of been running with it ever since. Yeah, definitely. I think like you said, it fills a massive need in the marketplace for various reasons. One on the player side, just having all this stuff accumulate and build up and they don't want anything to do with it. And then on the fan side, things like player exclusive um, player edition shoes and just the special team gear that's exclusive only to the players is something that really diehard fans covet. So it fills a massive need. Can you walk me through kind of the user experience on the seller side? So if I was a former athlete, how do, how do you meet them? How do they reach out to you and walk me through that process? Yeah, absolutely. So when we first originally started this, of course, me being in basketball at Syracuse, my brother and his roommate, uh, my other two partners in this, they're both at Michigan. So we had some pretty strong ties and relationships that we were super fortunate to kind of have built um, throughout our four years. You get so close being a manager with the players on and off the court. Um, they become some of your closest friends. I know 
personally at Syracuse. Some of those guys on the team that I was with are still my closest friends. We're always texting, Snapchatting, whatever the case is, even you know to this day, this morning before their game. Um, so we really relied on those connections that we built early on, make some key introductions for us, kind of get the ball rolling. And I think we were really fortunate and really lucky that we accumulated a huge following, a huge customer base really early on. And athletes started to recognize it. You work with one player on a team, he posts, his teammate sees it. It's kind of that domino effect where now we're really lucky. We have athletes even hitting us up, emailing us through our website, um, Instagram DMing us, hey, I played at this school, I have this gear. So it's super simple to get started, whether you know we reach out to you or you want to shoot us a message, uh, respond pretty quickly. And it's, it's a really simple process. For us, the biggest thing when we started the player's trunk was how do we take the hassle out of it for the athletes? And we know firsthand, no one knows better than student managers how busy these guys are. And I think... Their kid on campus says, did I freeze or am I good? Uh, I think, repeat that last part. I think you froze. Yeah, so I think that we realize being student managers, no one gets it better than us, just how busy these guys are on a day-to-day. Um, people forget, I think, especially in college athletics, that these guys are still 18, 19, 20 years old, balancing school, uh, social life, basketball, whatever sport they're playing. So we knew when they graduate, their you know goals and aspirations are to get to the NBA, the NFL, whatever league or whatever they want to do in life. And they're not focused on shipping out products, shipping out their gear, going to the post office, sending tracking numbers, dealing with you know questions about the gear, the quality of the gear, stuff like that. So that's really when we said, hey, this is this is what the player's trunk is all about. This is what we set out to do. And send, they send in their gear, anything that they want to sell with us, they send it in. We you know go through it, go through an inventory list with them. Um, at the end of the day, in terms of pricing, the athletes send in the gear. It's their gear. They own it. So, of course, you know, being kind of experts in the field and in the space now, we know kind of where to set pricing at. But at the end of the day, the athletes have the final say over their prices on their gear. But work collaboratively with them, work, work super closely on making sure that, you know, we're priced to sell, but it's reasonable. And at the end of the day, it's just how can we give fans all across the country the opportunity to get their hands on this kind of gear. Definitely. And right now, where are you housing all this gear? You, yeah, so got, yeah, a bunch of different locations for it, um, just because of the way that with COVID and the way the world is right now, and kind of when we decided to launch this business um, in the middle of a global pandemic, not sure how many people would do that or if I would recommend it, but um, just in terms of the timing, that's where we're at now, but we're already looking to expand, you know, get our, get our own place, centralized warehouse location, et cetera. So super excited for that and uh, should be happening, you know, early 2021. Awesome. And I think a big regulatory kind of, well, whether it's an opportunity or a threat regulatory idea is the idea of players capitalizing off their likeness. And that's obviously been a huge topic for years. And we're finally now starting to see some changes in California that may affect sweeping changes across the entire NCAA. Do you think that this would be a positive or a negative if it does get to the point where players can completely capitalize off their likeness? Yeah, we're, we're super excited for NIL. Um, I know that we read up on it every day the same way everyone else in, this, in the field and in the space does. Um, I know that it's there's a bunch of gray areas, still questions to be answered in terms of the fine print in that legislation, so to speak, and what exactly you will be able to do, what you won't, who the big players are going to be, things along that nature. So I think we're still every day trying to learn as much as we can about what the NIL scope and landscape is going to look like. But 
to answer your question, it's something that we're really super excited about. And it just provides a ton of new opportunities for us to work with these athletes even earlier than what we're doing right now. Because obviously we're working with guys and girls after they're done, um, when they graduate, when they have no eligibility left, et cetera. So for us to be able to get in, get our foot in the door really early with these guys and girls and kind of work with them throughout their collegiate career and continue. Um, like I said, it, we're all about the collaboration. I think that's what separates us from whoever else is out in the space, whoever else is going to come, um, you know, down the road. It's, we work really closely with these athletes. It's super collaborative. It's a, you know, we work together with them and I don't think many brands and companies set out to do that. So we're super excited about what could come with NIL and, you know, what that has in store for the players trunk. Definitely. And so you talk about, obviously that's what the future holds. What else do you see for the future of the player's trunk? Is it just a commerce platform or I know that you've been doing video shout outs and you have this kind of experiential side as well, where people can connect with, uh, where fans can connect with players. Where do you see it going? Exactly. So I think when we first set out to launch the player's trunk and we had this business, it was, how do we get established in the marketplace for our customer base? And that was really just sticking to our core roots, which was the player exclusive gear, the stuff with the number, with a patch, with a symbol that you can't find on a campus bookstore out of fanatics or Nike. So that's where we started, but there were so many different verticals, roads, opportunities that we could kind of go down once we had that established. Like you said, we've done the video messages and these experiences that especially during COVID when everyone's stuck at home, they've been super popular and super successful for us for birthdays, for barn bot mitzvahs, whether it's experiences where you can sit on Zoom with a player and you know learn ball handling drills from your favorite point guard. So things along the, that line where it's, you know, maybe you're not getting the gear, but you're getting an experience that you'll never forget for that half hour, hour, you're on a Zoom or on a FaceTime or a phone call, whatever the case is. So that's really exciting for us. Um, we've also branched out into doing auctions, uh, really more of the high end stuff. So game, game worn jerseys, game worn sneakers, um, things that now memorabilia collectors want to get their hands on. You get those really big, uh, you know, fans that, that want to hang it and display it in their man cave, so to speak. So that's another opportunity for us. We've also worked with players in terms of building their own brand, like we mentioned kind of with NIL and how important, you know, the individual brand is. So we've done merchandise collaborations with a bunch of big time college athletes when they were finished um, before the draft. We had Cassius Winston, Xavier Tillman, both guys from Michigan State, um, a few guys from Michigan, Xavier Simpson, uh, Jordan Poole, who's on the Warriors. So things along that line where it's really just becoming, you know, come to the player's trunk and here's everything we have to offer. And it's really a unique marketplace where fans are able to connect with athletes in a way that they've really never been able to before. Yeah, that's amazing. Have you guys ever thought about the vintage piece? Because right now you're dealing with a lot of athletes after their eligibility, but they're right kind of jumping into the league. Um, you have this whole vintage market and these alternative idea of alternative assets where sports cards and other memorabilia are viewed as investments and people might, might not be fans, but instead of investing in stocks, they'll say, I'm going to buy this card and sit on it for 10 years. Um, do you have any plans to move into the vintage college market as well? Yeah, it's something that, you know, we've spoken about internally a bunch, whether it's going back to, you know, teams that won a national championship, even like Syracuse going back to the, the O3 team with, Mellow and GMAC and, you know, guys like that and seeing if we can get a GMAC jersey or something along that line. And um, we haven't done it yet, but it's something that, you know, I can't divulge too much, but we're working on it. And uh, something along that line will be coming out pretty soon. But the vintage is a huge part of it. I think even for 
fans of a team and those are the guys they grew up watching or those are the guys that played while they weren't in school and followed them not only throughout their collegiate career but their professional career and even what they're doing after their professional career with whether it's mentoring coaching whatever the case is so definitely an opportunity there another huge um, opportunity for us in terms of how do we continue to just grow our grow our base grow our market share and continue to attract new customers and new athletes whether they're former current or whatever the case might be yeah, definitely. And I'm a big sneakerhead too. And so obviously the player exclusives are... Yeah, sneakers are a big seller for us. Yeah. Anything with the team logo when you know there's only, you know, 13, 14 getting made for guys on the team and maybe four or five coaching staff operations guys. So those are hot sellers. Those go pretty quick. The second we release them, they're usually snatched up quick. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I feel like sometimes it's almost like a stock X where we, you know, release stuff at eight o'clock every night and it's gone by 801, 802. People know exactly what they want, where they're going to find it on our site. And, you know, it's really a race for the checkout button. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause for sneakers specifically people, honestly, I bet half the people buying them aren't buying them because they're fans of the team, but because they are made in such limited size runs and limited quantities. And I think that you have a really unique kind of, value prop where you can frame yourself and at least for the sneakerhead customers like this is the only place that you can find people listing player exclusives where you can get them directly you know they're coming from the player um i know something as a sneaker collector myself i'd be really interested in that yeah the sneakers are huge and really just everything is i think people are really starting to realize everything that we provide an offer on our site it's these really unique one of one pieces and everything's you know when it's gone it's gone there's no there's no sitting inventory of you know t-shirts with a number on and it's one of one here's your chance and you know you want it you know grab it while you can because as crazy as it sounds it's not going to be here for long and I think fans appreciate the opportunity like I said earlier to just get their hands on this gear that everyone wants and everyone sees especially with the way games are broadcasted streamed all across the country you know you could play at Syracuse but you have a fan and a fan base in California that watches your game so to be able to provide these fans all across the country the opportunity to get their hands on gear that their favorite players, you know, worn, owned, possessed, um, and provide an opportunity that really has never been available for available before. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to get a bit into the tech portion of it right now. Um, did you have a business background coming into it or an entrepreneurship background? You had the idea and you kind of just needed to scrape together a website and see where it went from there. Yeah, it was, it was more of the latter of what you said. Um, for me personally, I was a sport management major at Syracuse and uh, my minor was at Whitman, so the business school working uh, in business marketing. So I had always had a business background, you know, grew up watching more CNBC than, you know, my, my friends did. So always had a passion for business, watching Shark Tank or The Profit, whatever it is. Um, you know, learned a lot from those shows, as crazy as that sounds. But it was really just how to, you know, how to three, one recent college graduate and two seniors in school, how to three just scrappy, hardworking kids put together a website how do we you know purchase a domain name for the player's trunk and how do we put together a website and we learned a lot through as crazy as it is youtube tutorials and even our social media graphics and stuff along that line and promotion it's you know photoshop and it's watching videos at two in the morning on how to use adobe photoshop when you know your mind's racing and you can't fall asleep i always say i roll over and i'm on my computer and i'm you know watching youtube videos um literally all night into the morning but that's how we did it i think that's it's unique. It's something that we're super proud of. Um, we think it's a really simple, easy to use website um, or social media as well. 
So again, it's just all about making it easy and accessible for customers. And I think that for three kids with uh, limited experience in the space, we've done a pretty good job on that. 100%. Are you running on Shopify right now? We are. Uh, we do everything off Shopify. It's super, super user friendly for us on the back end. Um, and, you know, they're great with they're great with technical support questions. We have plenty of those. They're easy to get on the phone with. Um, so for us speaking personally, at least from the back end of it, um, would highly recommend it. It's been nothing but great for us. And a lot of the early success that we've had, you know, we have to attribute it where credit's due and Shopify is a big part of that. Yeah, I've used them in the past. And like you said, they're great. The back end is really easy to use. Even Bombas, obviously multi-million dollar company, they were still using Shopify. Yep. And everyone loves it. Are there any other tech tools that you're really using kind of in your day to day in terms of automation or anything, or are you just like kind of hacking away Google sheets and, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's Google sheets. We have too many Google sheets. Um, but that's really how we do it. We we're sharing documents always back and forth with each other. But I think the biggest thing for us, when we first started, we said we want to stay, stay organized. We want to make sure that we know exactly you know, where the money's going, who it's going to, who our athletes are, when's the last point of contact. So things along that nature. I know, you know, technology wise, we're using QuickBooks for our accounting. It's super seamless, um, really easy integration between our QuickBooks and our Shopify. And the two work really well hand in hand. So things along that line, um, we learned pretty early on how important it is, especially with the finances to, to make sure, you know, we dot our I's and cross our T's, so to speak. So just finding different ways to integrate these different platforms. But like I said, at the end of the day, it all links through our Shopify, makes it really simple for us. You know, when we consider that no matter what business gets done or whatever transactions we make, um, it all ends up, you know, almost in like this cloud, so to speak, where we have record of it on Shopify, links to our QuickBooks. So it makes it really easy for the three of us on the back end. So we don't have to worry about that. And we can worry about, you know, continuing to create different ways to, come up with these verticals for the players trunk and just reach out to different athletes where that's where we feel most comfortable. And that's, you know, in a perfect world, that's where we want to be spending our time. Yeah, definitely. I want to touch on last part, the marketing of it, because I think part of the beauty and simplicity of this idea too, is that your sellers who I'd consider also your customers in terms of the buyers are really aligned in your mission to sell these products. So they're doing a lot of the marketing for you and they're broadcasting this to their fans and their audiences. Have you needed to spend on marketing at all or have you really relied on these other people and athletes getting the word out? Yeah, we've, we've definitely spent on marketing. I think that, like you said, we're really fortunate to where in this business that we've built and the way that we've gone about it, it's a lot of the, the marketing is almost like homegrown and um, like you said, it's athletes posting, you know, when their trunk goes live and their gear is released, it's their fan base that we're targeting. There's no, there's no one better to reach those fans than the actual player themselves. So for them to put up a tweet, a post, an Instagram story, um, put it on their Snapchat, whatever it is, like we know they have the fans that are going to be the ones who end up coming to the site and buying that player's product. So we've gotten lucky that we don't have to spend as much as maybe a traditional company would in terms of marketing and customer acquisition costs, which for us, they're actually relatively low. Um, considering we're just having these guys post on their story and on their feed. So got lucky with that. And like you said, it's a player posts on their feed and we get a DM, you know, 10 minutes later, Hey, saw XYZ guy posted about you guys. I was a teammate of his for three, four years. I have gear at home. How do I get involved? And it's kind of that domino effect that 
we're really fortunate that we're in the position to be in where we can kind of have different players reach out off, um, you know, one social media post. And I think the biggest thing that we've seen is you never know how far of a reach you have when one guy posts a photo, you never know who it's going to, who's, whose phones are coming across, whether it's a player, a fan, a customer. And, uh, you know, and I think that, like you said, a customer can be another athlete for us that we partner with, or it could be, um, you know, an actual customer who's purchasing the product. So, we're really able to hit both sides of it when we get a player to post. And, um, you know, that's why we love when people promote their own stuff. Um, you know, guys, girls, it's great. You know, we make them graphics. Our marketing teams comes up with some pretty cool content ideas that center around their trunk and their name and just continuing to build their brand while also promote the player's trunk in the gear that they have on the site. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Hunter. Really appreciate it. I have no other questions, but the floor is yours for anything you want to plug or uh, anything else you want to share. Yeah, no, appreciate the time. I'm super happy to jump on here and do this. Um, website name is just theplayerstrunk.com and all our social media handles at theplayerstrunk on Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter at theplayerstrunk and then just theplayerstrunk on Facebook. Um, usually that's where we do most of our countdowns, give you guys a sneak peek and early access into the stuff that's going to come. So if we do have you know your school, your, your team, your player, um, place to find out is going to be through social media so you know exactly what we have from him or her and you know what to look for when when the stuff goes live at night awesome all right well that's it for this week if you like this episode you can let me know by shooting me a dm reply to the email like the feed letter link in the email um, all of this feedback is used to make this stuff the best that it could be thanks and have a great weekend